A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Welcome back to the Alter Tapes on the Anatomy of a Scream pod squad. Um, I am Sheree and I am here with Bobby Torres. Whoop, whoop. Buddy. Why did I do that? I love it. No, we got to make our own sound effects. We on a budget. We are here today to talk about Logan Lee and the Rise of the Purple Dawn. Written and directed by Raymond, is it Lay? That's how I got. I got lay. Thank you. That's how I pronounced it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's L-A-I. If I'm wrong, call me out so I can fix it. Um, But like, I believe it's Raymond Lay. Good job, Raymond. (laughs) This was fun. (laughs) Um, Right. It was, I just got so much life from this. I'm excited to get into it. If you've not seen it, you should see it. But also here's a description. If you want to just like run in and listen to this and then check out the short. It's the night of the Hungry Ghost Festival. And Chinese-American scratch DJ Logan Lee is poised to make his live debut at his best friend Beatrice Pan's house party. The problem is he's a nervous wreck. That description lies. 
Yes, it doesn't give you anything <laughs> what the sort is actually about. Right? <laughs> it right? just says he's a train wreck. Okay. There's so much more to this <laughs> than I'm just being a train wreck, but okay. We need to talk about why you're a train wreck because it still yes. pop off and it pop off real soon. So, like, this was your first time watching it. What what were your initial impressions, Bobby? My initial impressions, so okay. I instantly got like um romantic 90s romantic comedy vibes because I'm a big fan of like romantic comedies and like the 90s, specifically teen ones like Can't Hardly Wait and um She's All That. And this remind me a little bit of Can't Hardly Wait because the introduction of characters and they do the freeze frame and kind of have their name and say, oh, this is such and such person. And they give like their description on them. So I love that. And then just getting into it, I'm like, all right, this is not going to be like a simple like horror short. This is going to be definitely <laughs> either super funny. And I think it was both. It wasn't scary, but it was very interesting. And um, also I got they live have you ever seen a horror movie by john carpenter i haven't seen it since i was a kid but yes 100 yeah. yeah, yes yes i haven't seen it since i was like a teenager at some point but yes it reminded me of that because what they live when they put on the glasses they get to see who people are actually are aliens and this one you get fucked up stoned <laughs> to see <laughs> if they're aliens <laughs> and um yeah i'm just imagining if this was real life if i'm tripping or not like am i'm really like if this is some really like good shit or um i never want to do this again and i'm staying away from drugs so listen <laughs> i can see it being both ways i know which way i'm choosing but i can see it being both ways yeah it it just it definitely fits in that like the stoner saves the world sort yeah. of thing we see in horror because like we have the faculty. I mean, mm -hmm. we got Shaggy from Scooby Doo, so like we've yes. been getting this message since we were babies. We have so many other like amazing like stoners who are like, I'm also gonna save the world, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is not the after school special I was shown as a child. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I always appreciate it. <laughs> But imagine if, if this was like um like a TV show that you watched growing up. I would be into it because the way it looked, it just seemed like it's a lot of fun. It just seems goofy, especially the aunt. Is that his aunt? Yeah, Aunt Bobby. Aunt Bobby, yeah. Like she was funny to me. She was cracking me up. So yeah. shout out to that actress that played Aunt Bobby because she was a good time in this little story here. But like I said, this story did so much in eight minutes that I wanted to see more. And I keep saying this and every time every time I do the altar tapes because it either leaves, like these shorts, the purpose of them is like, oh, it keeps you intrigued, it keeps you interested. And then when it's over, sometimes you want more, or sometimes they're like, all right, you know, this is all I needed. But so far, all these shorts that I've been watching been keeping me wanting more. Um, yeah. Rather that it was bad or good. If it's bad, I, I have my reasons as to why I want more because maybe they have a lot of plot holes mm -hmm. in this little bit of time and they just didn't have enough time to, um, you know, do what they want or a budget where some of them are good. Like this one where I would like to see a series continue on <laughs> or maybe a little bit longer, like a 30 minute short possibly. So, right. I, I was living, I would have easily, if this was like an internet series and we had like a bunch of eight minute episodes, I would live. Yeah. If they wanted to make oh, it yeah. a 25 minute sitcom, I would live. I just, I want more of Logan Lee running around in his cape, not telling this girl <laughs> that he has a crush on, he has a crush on her, and then fighting cyborgs who are also sometimes parents. Like yeah. it's, 
and the way that things are revealed. I, I love all of the reveals and the way they happened because like, we're just like, okay, we're here with this kid in the cave who's a DJ, nerd right. him, got it. And then like he runs in here and Beatrice is like, this is my friend. And you see him staring at him and you're like, oh, Logan's yeah. high. And Logan's like, no, right. I'm seeing cyborgs. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> this dude, Dorian, is just giving out microaggressions and like obnoxious pretentious shit left and right. Yeah. He's like, I love oh, Asian culture. Yeah, I, I was about to say, I love Taiwan. Right. Like, I, and you know, that's how people be this in real life. I'm just like, when he said that, I'm like, all right, here we go, man. Come on. I was like, Beatrice, love yourself. I'm right, like, <laughs> please. <laughs> and then Dorian was all like, that iPod shuffle is not going to shuffle itself. I'll be back. I'm like, you even a real DJ, Dorian? You right. even a real DJ? <laughs> What's your purpose? Like, <laughs> and so I was like, he's staring at him because he's like, what did I just hear? Yeah. <laughs> and then like cuts to him telling Aunt Bobby, a dude's yeah. cyborg. I don't know what to do. Bobby at first was just like, child, what are you talking about? But then when she was like, oh, and then she pulls out the paper and it was a drawing of a cyborg. And she said that happened when she seen his father. I believe it was his father. Getting murdered. Yeah. And um, I guess it's this kush that they're smoking this purple dawn. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be light in the darkness, according to Bobby. I love all of her lines because, yeah. like, Logan, she gets high and Logan realizes he's late. And so he, like, throws her out of her chair and takes her chair. And, like, Ren is, like, a equipment to the house party. Yeah. And he runs it back. And so he wakes this woman up on the couch and she's like, what has happened? <laughs> um, and the way she talks about this, what should be traumatic stuff, because she's like... Yeah. Yeah, like I saw that's what I was smoking when they killed your father. And he's like, Are they evil? And she's like, I mean, they killed your father, but so it was not nice. But I don't know if it's evil. And I'm right. just like, That tells me so much about your thoughts on this father. <laughs> Yo, so, <laughs> so my question to you is like, if you was introduced to, I guess, this purple dawn, you know, of weed or whatever. And you smoked it for the first time, and you see something like this, where you continue to keep doing it, so you could point out the motherfuckers in this world that's trying to fuck it up, or you was like, you know what, I've seen enough, I'm good. <laughs> that is hard because, like, if there's monsters among us, I need to know so I can avoid them. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I, I don't, I don't want to be smoking stuff to have more problems. Like, I think right. that's the opposite. Of what about you? Would you want to see? Would you not want to see? Ooh, all right. So I probably will only do it in areas that I'm in that, like, for instance, I'll probably would, well, damn, because it's tricky at work because you can't be smoking when you work at a, you know, <laughs> job. <laughs> it depends on the job. <laughs> it, it depends on the job. You're right. My job, yeah, I I have to hide it. Ooh, I probably would do it. I think yeah. I would do it. I, I think I would do it. It's a risk for me, but I, I need to see what's going on. I need to see who I'm fucking with. Um, <laughs> I need to see. <laughs> I just gotta know. Yeah, I just gotta know. I just need to see what's up. And that would determine my reactions and who I'm talking to at a certain way. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I think I would do it. I would definitely smoke it if I was getting on the dating apps, just to make Ooh, sure I'm yeah. right on the right people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. 
I got enough. Wait, so what would you do? So say if you smoked it, right? And you went on a date, you smoked it. You're like, all right. So you're sitting here just waiting at the table, waiting for your date to come in. And you just see him walk in as an alien cyborg. (laughs) So what would your reaction be? Would you just get up and leave like, oh, I think um, I got an emergency at home. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, first off, I'm definitely going to be like, we're not going Dutch. He's paying for all of this. I'm ordering lobster before I sneak out. Because, like, <laughs> I love seafood. I can't afford her. And okay. also, the cyborg wasted my time. We ain't going to run off right. together in the sunset. Like, I, <laughs> this is not, I have seen the Terminator. This don't end well. So, <laughs> I'm going to take my ass home. <laughs> but what if he's nice? Like, what if he's just, like, he's kind, he's saying all the right things, and you just, I mean, obviously, you see him as this alien cyborg, but what if he's just, you know. It's just the look. <laughs> no, sir. No, 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 no. Nope. Okay. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> um, I see. I guess I'm gonna say this, and this, this probably won't be the only first, and maybe the last time I'll say this. It would be the Gemini in me. <laughs> That I am curious. I want to know more because Gemini's like to sometimes we like to um figure people out. And I'm saying Gemini Moon. But guys don't probably need to know that, but you know you know. And I think that part of me, I do because like I like to have conversations with people and I like to know more about people. And even though this alien cyborg is not necessarily a human being, I probably want to, I'm just gonna dig. So I'm probably gonna be there for like a good 15 minutes ask it questions. Um, they don't know I see them that way, but I just want to know where their head is at. So that way I can go and warn everybody else. <laughs> no. Um, could never be me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, hey, waiter, uh, I need you to come over and tell me I have an emergency in three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you text that friend and be like, make that emergency call. <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving. I'll tell right. you why later. And then I would <laughs> immediately leave the city because, like, if there's one cyborg, there's others. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's plenty more. But when you leave, what if you get, like, an Uber and then, like, you your Uber driver is one of them? What if you just, like, it opens your eyes to just everything because you're still hot. You're still high. So you're going to see there's going to be people out there that look like this, kind of like in They Live. So you just have to do your best in trying to avoid these alien cyborgs. <laughs> that's scary. That's, yeah. that's the follow-up. We need a sequel to Logan Lee. Yes. Um, I want to see it more spread out. And also I have questions because in this short here, so after um um Beatrice, she like after she figure out that um what's his name? The the boy that's Logan. Not Logan, the other one, the one that's actual side. Oh, Dorian. Yeah. Dorian, yes, Dorian, sorry. Um, and when she f- finds out what he is, because obviously Logan goes back in, he takes the purple dawn, put it in, like in a fog machine, and then it gets all you know all throughout the house. And I guess they, as Beatrice and um, like making out, 
and I guess they have to sniff in this stuff because obviously Logan pitted through this fog machine <laughs> and she see that he's an Elliot cyborg and she's like, wait, hold the fuck up. Who, what? He's like, oh, you see me. She's like, yeah, motherfucker, I see you. Get the fuck off me. Like, <laughs> I, I was living, I was living for all of this because like at no point did the characters not do the smart thing and yeah. I love seeing smart characters make smart decisions and say the things that we would say. <laughs> yes. Um, that's more interesting than being like, oh no, I must be drunk. You're purple, honey. Right. <laughs> she was like, I need us to stop. I, yeah. I don't feel good about this. Um, <laughs> and Logan didn't run in being like, let's have a dramatic thing where you don't believe me. He's like, I'm approved to you what is about to happen. So we're all good. Yeah. And the way they tag team this fight at the end, because like yes. so often we see like this guy runs in and saves this damsel in distress. And she was like, no, now that I'm up off the couch, I'm getting a fire poke. I'm this. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have cyborgs up in my house <laughs> beating up my friends and making out with me. <laughs> I mean, at least she has a good story to tell later on. But then, I mean, before we get into um, what happens with her parents, like, so obviously <laughs> when they're fighting and Logan, like he touches like the record, and I guess the noise of the scratching of the record kind of messes with the cyborg's head. So you start seeing like him going out between being um, Dorian and the, the cyborg, like his dispatch, you can tell it's irritating them. And then uh, Beatrice like stabs them and they, they get them down and stuff like that. So I, this is what makes me want to more. So I'm like, all right, so why are they more so annoyed with that noise? So now I want to know more about what these aliens, well, cyborgs are. Um, where they come, came from. And then the parents come, Beatrice's parents come, and she goes running to them, and they're fucking cyborgs too. So I have questions. <laughs> I I was shook it because the parents come in, and I'm like, that's Randall Park. Why is this cast so stacked? And then yeah. she runs out to be like, Mom, Dad. She's like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> um, and they're just there and like, what happened, honey? And I'm like, not cyborgs in the kitchen. Right. <laughs> that is not sanitary. Let's protect the food. Like, <laughs> Sheree, this is their home, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that's another question. Like, are these cyborgs yeah. like invasion of the body snatchers? Right. Or are they just like, we've always been this way, but nobody knew? Like, because right. his father was taken out by some cyborgs who was also a DJ. Right. Yeah, and so maybe it's an ongoing battle of DJs and cyborgs. <laughs> yeah, probably so. And I would love to see more of that, like because we don't get enough of it. But I'm also I also have questions because like so if they're both cyborgs and Beatrice is not, is she adopted or is it to your theory where they are like invasion of the body snatchers where her parents was like human and all of a sudden they kind of just like switched, <laughs> kill her parents and then kind of just as her parents. So. I would like to know more about that because then if they're both cyborgs, then why Beatrice is not one? Right? So that's that's my question. Um, and that's yeah. why I think it might be a body center situation. Yeah. Um, which is also extra spicy because like our a lot of the times we're like, oh no, parents are not cool. Dorian's not cool. And so like are the cyborgs <laughs> <laughs> snatching people and taking all of their taste away? <laughs> like Probably. you're not cool anymore because we don't know how to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Like, are all the pans in this town cyborgs? Yeah. Like, yeah. Hmm. 
See, this is why I want more because maybe again now 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 I'm thinking about the body snatchers part because I didn't think about that while watching this uh short. But now that you say something, it, it means that that's how they're like they're not just dressing as anybody or copying anybody. They are probably literally just taking these people's lives and kind of you know posing as them. So yeah, I wanna I wanna see more of that with the same cast. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So I saw this at a film festival last year and mm -hmm. like when it started and we saw Logan Lee was the kid from Supernatural, yeah. you knew you were in a section of millennials who watched Supernatural. So you're like, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> I love Supernatural. I have to go back and rewatch everything because at one point I stopped at like season four and then I oh. restarted and then I stopped again. Cause they just have so many seasons. They like, I know they ended like maybe two years ago officially, but like they stopped at what, like season 14 or season 15, 15. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Cause I fell out a few times just cause like that's a long commitment, 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> but I've decided to finish it this year, last year, somewhere on the cusp. Yeah. And so I had to like figure out where I left off because I roughly knew like the last death that like really fucking bothered me. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm pausing this time for good. And then I'm like, oh no, <laughs> we have good memories. Let me go back. In. Right. <laughs> and so figuring out where I left off and then trying to like remember all the stuff because like yeah. even if you watch it from a day one and you never took a break, it's a lot to remember. No, uh, but supernatural, yes. I I definitely have to dig, um dig back into that show uh because again I fell off again, but I do remember when it premiered. I was like in tenth grade when that shit came on, and just to see that I'm like thirty years old now and the show was still on, I'm like, yo, pretty much my like it's it's crazy, it's crazy. So you know, shout out to supernatural. <laughs> are you are you excited for this like supernatural spinoff coming? The Winchesters or something, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think for me, I think I just need some time. But then again, I didn't finish Supernatural all the way through, so I, I still don't know like what exactly happened because I refuse to see um spoilers of you yeah. know how it ended. Like I literally dodged everything, so I don't know what happened and how it ended. But maybe I have a better answer after I watched that. But I feel like when shows try to do reboots or spinoffs too soon, especially after a beloved show such as that, I feel like they should give it like some time. Just so making I wanna miss it. Yeah. I'm I'm torn because first off, I wanna be in that writer's room. Um, but secondly, it does feel too soon because like it's been off for a couple years now, but I just finished this a few months ago. And so yeah. I'm still in my fields and I still got yeah. my thoughts. But also, if you wait too long, a lot of the people will move on, and they'll be like, "What yeah. was that again? I don't know yeah. her." And so you gotta—it's a—it's a hard act, and I—I yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna watch it, obviously, but I don't know how to feel about watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. I'm a—I'm a, I'm a catch-up. Um, obviously, be way before it comes out. I don't know when, but I'll make—I'll make sure I catch up with the seasons, and then I'll see how I feel. Um, right after that and commit to a new show because <laughs> we already watch a lot so listen listen it's hard out here <laughs> um, it is <laughs> no like and there's never enough time with the shows you want more time with like black lady sketch show only gets six episodes a season okay and, you, and can, I'm like, you can delete this out you can delete this out if you want to but <laughs> i watched black lady sketch show was it the finale yesterday yeah or i saw it just... this morning Oh, you seen this morning? I watched it last night and I was cracking the fuck up. And they had like Taj Mari on there. 
right? with the dad from Smart Guy. And I was like, oh, that's a cute little reunion. And just like seeing them go back and forth. And then what is, damn, I forgot her name. Quinta? <laughs> when she's dressed as that character with the- Oh, oh, Doctor. The, the blonde. Oh. <laughs> I forgot Some, her name. Doctor something, 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 PhD. Yeah. <laughs> That character takes me out all the time. So let me just tell you. So I was watching it and my boyfriend was sleeping next to me and he woke up. During, I, I paused it because I was laughing so hard. So I had to like pause it and like catch my breath because I get like that sometimes. And then I played it, but he woke up when I played it. And he was just like, that's what this is? I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? You were just asleep. And he was just like, no, I heard this in my dreams. Like I heard her in my head. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, no. He said, I felt like I was getting cursed out, but I didn't know who it was. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was cracking up. Like, I'm crying now because that shit was so funny. I said, I do not need this tonight. I'm already drunk laughing at this shit, and you already like... Because <laughs> you know how sometimes if you're, like, sleeping, if you got, like, the TV playing, you probably would hear it in your, yeah. like, your head, whatever. And I think he heard her, like, going all... That shit was so funny to me. But that show needs, like, more than six episodes. Like, I need, like, a good 10 or 12. Right? It makes me wish that, like, we could do broadcast seasons on HBO Max Mm -hmm. and get, like, 22 episodes. And then I'd be less salty. But also, they would have to work less. And they give us so much great stuff. Yeah, because they all up in here, like, writing for Ted Lasso. They're out here, like, making it happen elementary. And so, like, yeah. they have to do other things. But I just need more of this, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so it's so good. I love it. And I miss, like, I'm just, I'm happy to see, like, um, Robin Thede, like, do this type of thing and just bringing Black people together. And just, like, people that you haven't seen in a long time, like Taj Mahari. I mean, you see Raven Simone was, like, on the last one. And I was like, oh, and I used to love Raven Simone. And like to see her on this one here, and she plays like in lover, and she has Ted, and just seeing them out of their character come so used to them playing like Disney Channel, and now they're saying like nigga and like bitch, and I'm like, (laughs) the the guest star that gagged me the most was Tommy Davidson at the strip club earlier. Oh my gosh, yes, (laughs) because he's always been funny, and we never get enough time with him. And to see them be like, and now I'm the dancer, and he's trying to sell them shit from the pole, and I'm like, oh no. And the chick was like, I don't want to see it. Like, what is this? And they like, you know what it says? <laughs> it makes me so happy. And yeah, it, so it, it really makes me happy because it's after Lauren Michaels was all like, we don't ever have any black women on SNL because there's no funny black women. And right. Robin Thede was like, excuse you? Um, right. And Lauren was like, I can find one now because I said that and people seem mad. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, and now we have a whole black lady sketch show. So yeah. Yes, and just seeing um Quinta doing her thing in Abbott Elementary, and then bringing um what's her name that plays the principal? I forgot her name. She's so fucking oh, hilarious too. She's so funny. She's so <clears throat> funny. I forgot her it's name, but she's cast. great. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, so good. But I know we're off the rails, but I just had to show love because you brought it up, and I'm like, oh, I have to tell you. I I always bring it up because none of people are watching it. I don't care how many people are watching it. I've not seen the numbers. Not enough. Um, yeah. Especially because like it's really funny, but it also has like this like weird or horror thriller element. And so you're getting yeah. the best of both worlds. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love that you do that. I tried to do that earlier with Abbott Elementary just because like, again, I love Quinta and like that's another yeah. stat cast and just, and also is it takes place in Philadelphia. So I'm like, of course I'm going to support and watch because that's where I'm from. Right. Um, But 
yes, like anytime we have like a black cast that's doing big things on TV, I'm trying my best to support that shit and get other people on it. You better fucking watch because not enough people is talking about it. And if you are watching, you're not talking about it. Like there's some people. Right. Like I like when I wrote about uh, Elementary on Twitter, like people, are, oh yeah, that's funny. It's like, oh, but are you talking about it? Are you telling other people? Like, mm-hmm. get people on because yep. sometimes what works is word of mouth. Yep. So sometimes that's all you really need. No. So yeah, I Abbott Elementary is one of those shows that like I think people are sleeping on because like mm-hmm. it's doing it's doing well, but it's doing well politely and silently. Yeah, and like Quinta's a force to be reckoned with. There's a reason why yeah. when she popped up in this finale last night of a Black Lady's Kitchen, yes. I was like, "Ah, it's Quinta!" Like I right. know her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that like I sometimes it's a loving read that we need because I remember mm. like one of the last episodes with Daniel talking to the love interest, and he's like, "Sometimes a dream is a distraction as much as it is a goal." And yeah. I was like, how dare you read me when I'm trying right. to just sit here and support you at 11 p.m., Quinta? Um, first off, how Facts dare you? This <laughs> right. <laughs> right? I was like, how dare you just attack me? I came here to have a good time. <laughs> and I'm feeling very attacked. Um, but And that's the same of a good show, that it can like, give you like all these like really funny moments and also like have a little bit of heart. I think that it has the misfortune of being like the 90th mockumentary show under the yeah. airwaves. But yeah. it's still funny and fresh. Um, and yeah. also, it does, like, good stuff for teachers. Like, like they're raising yes. funds for so many classes that need it because mm-hmm. the government's not helping these teachers. I have a lot of friends who are teachers. And I'm like, how yeah. do you afford to be a teacher? Yeah. <laughs> how? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know too many people are teachers, but I do know, like, um, <clears throat> like personally, I don't know anybody that's really, like, yeah, I don't think I know any teachers. But I know um, Ash from Kill the Dead and Ross from Dead. She's, um, like, you know, she teaches and so does jazz, right? Yep. Jazz. Yep. And like when I hear them talk about it, and I like, I kn- always knew it was hard for teachers, you know, but like just actually hearing people that I know talk about it as well and see like, oh, like this actually happened. This is what they're going through. Like it just makes it a little bit more, um, I'm not going to say more important because it's always been important, but like mm-hmm. at least for me, it's just like, oh, I do know like I'm actually hearing a person that I know talk about it. And because they're this is real, like this is a real right. life situation. It's not just random people complaining about it. Like this is actually a thing. Yeah, and it's a shame. No, I remember when my teacher friends in like Missouri, because they teach like younger kids, um, and they were getting ready to go back to class because, like, of course they're gonna send students back to classes. Um, and yeah. they were like, on top of the stuff I have to usually buy for my classroom because I don't get funding for that. I have now have to buy like masks and gloves and sanitation stuff. And I'm just like, yeah. this is not, this is not okay. We need to be supporting them and doing it a little bit better. Right. We always needed to, but you're underpaying them first off. So they can't make a living wage, but so they have to like hustle on the side when they can. But secondly, like, how do you have somebody show up to do a job and you don't give them all the tools to do it? Like what mm-hmm. other what other job can do that? Like right. <laughs> and then like, thirdly, you want them to like raise these kids a lot of the time because like the parents are busy because capitalism. And so they're like, I don't is he alive? Then that's all that matters. <laughs> And I'm like, but he also got homework and he also needs to learn how to read and he also got to go to sleep. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it, it's a giant cluster effect. And it's one of the ways I think that this country specifically is just failing um, a lot of the masses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree with you. Um, and like, as you were talking, like, it just made me think too, especially when you said like where, okay, so I, 
some parents because all right so i work in a i work in retail and i always wonder because when i was a teenager like my mom was always on my shit even though and she was a single parent it was me and my sister and like she did have a support system like my grandmother my aunts and uncles but my mom is a single parent and she was always working she did overnight sometimes she did like eat all morning shifts and stuff so you know seeing her do her best and still making sure that we did our homework and out the streets and you know have us and you know doing activities like um after school activities and stuff like that and you know just staying out of trouble and i'm thinking like a lot of these parents probably nowadays rely on the teachers to kind of keep their kids you know i guess from doing what parents what you should be doing as a parent just because they're there like yeah for that moment in class is their responsibility but like they're there to do a job to teach you know right? there's not there to fucking like tell well this is wrong and you shouldn't be like it's that's your job as a parent so like me working at this job and well been working in retail and just seeing like teenagers act the way they do and it makes me think like do y'all act this way because your parents is not really like i'm not gonna say in y'all lives but do they care <laughs> Yeah. Because I feel like if you had parents that actually like cared, and um, you probably wouldn't be stealing shit from the store or right doing off the wall crazy shit. Like my mom again, she was always on my neck. <laughs> so <it was> just <laughs> like, and even when, and even when I did like fucked up shit, I mean, I got in trouble for it. I got disciplined, and yeah. I never done it again. And. I just realized that a lot of these parents leave it up to like teachers and like the school's problem. Their, their kids, is, I mean, the parents is not really in their lives that much. And sometimes that's the problem. And it, it pisses me off. And even when I do see like a parent and a child, like yesterday, I seen like a young mom with her daughter and she's cursing up a storm talking about like pussy and dick and all that. And like, you know, sexual things in mm -hmm. front of her kid that must be like five or six. And I'm just like, right, right, <laughs> like, no, right. What? No. <laughs> no. It, it's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. It's always frustrating, which is why I can see why Auntie Bobby has so much purple dawn. Because like, <laughs> how else do you nav navigate this world? <laughs> yes, yes. I connected with. Um, <laughs> we can get back into the story. I'm so sorry. You're good. Like all of mine, all of mine go everywhere, which is why I always have the longest episodes. People are just like, this woman needs a therapist and to get off of the altar tapes. I'm like, no, I got thoughts on this too. Um, it's fine. I think everybody needs a therapist. It should be. For, it's another system. It's another thing this country needs to be given us. Um, we need free yes. therapy and all these stimmies that we never got. Yes. <laughs> Post haste. Yes. Yes, please. The shit that we've gone through in the deli, we need free therapy sessions because, yes. yeah. Uh, but yes, Auntie Bobby, I, I love her. She is a vibe. I would definitely be like her when I get older, just smoked out and minding my business. And yeah, she's a great time. But also, I also like Logan's character just because, um, like, I understand that he likes this girl and he was trying to do what he had to do to like run her over and stuff like that because i mean he's that's her that's his friend too so obviously he's going to save her if he sees some fucking alien cyborg but i don't know like his character just seemed refreshing to me because i also don't never see like another person like this role is normally played by a white 
person, a white young yep. boy. You know what I mean? You don't never normally see like a person of color playing a role like this. Um, and I would just love to see more of that and even a mainstream, you know? So that's why I'm also excited outside of it being horror um, is a, a, a queer movie coming out called Fire on Fire Island. And if you know about Fire Island, that's pretty much where all the gays go to, to vacation, yeah. have a good time and do crazy things. But this movie is played mostly by an uh, Asian cast, which is great because normally a movie like that would be played by all white men. And one of the dudes on here is Bowen Yang that's on SNL. And I love Bowen Yang. Yes. And I'm so excited because he cracks me the fuck up. And I'm just excited. So I would love, I'm just to see more people of color just doing their thing and playing main roles now. Same, 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 same. Like part of the reason we're here is because he's wearing a cape and he's not white. And yes. I'm, I'm tired of this narrative <laughs> that magic is reserved for white people only. Um, right. we can all be nerds. Like, listen, I spent a lot of money proving how much of a nerd I am, and I would like to see the recognition yes. <laughs> and the representation. This is why we're here. Screen. We're nerds. Right. Like, come on. Listen, <laughs> we ain't we is not out here on our podcast or our YouTube channels because we're making in money. We're here mm. <laughs> because we are nerds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we are blurs, and yes. I live to see other people of color living their best nerdy truth. The yes. second he, the second we saw him in his purple cape of glory, yes. I was like, "I'm here for this. Yes. I don't care what else happens." And it happened to be a good time, so that makes it even easier. <laughs> yes, I loved it, particularly when he was pushing Bobby in that wheelchair in slow motion, <laughs> as his cape was just like flowing in the air. I love that moment. <laughs> Every time he ran with that wheelchair in that cape, I cackled. <laughs> I cackled because we had like the record scratch happening over. That was supposed to be the joke, but I'm like, look at yes. this capeography, look at this floating yes. cape, and he's like running his like records and stuff there, and he's like, oh no, and he's running them back, and he's coming back with Aunt Bobby, and I just. I also just love that there was fun to be had for an actor, well, a character in a wheelchair. I don't know if this actor uses a wheelchair. Right. But I usually when you see a person in a wheelchair on screen, it's like, don't give them anything to do. Yeah. <laughs> and so I love that she was fun. I love that she was rolling in to be like, I got a clicker mm -hmm. so I can be in your business. Also hit this. <laughs> I'm like, yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> also hit this. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, she was a vibe. She was definitely a vibe, and I, I, I and I would love to have an aunt like that. Cause like, come on, just pass me something, just you know. But then again, I think like, all right, did she know this is like this uh, type of weed make you see things like that? Because then why are you sharing this with other people? Unless you thought you were tripping at one time and you didn't really put two and two together until this moment. Yeah. But did she know this whole entire time? Like. I kind of wonder if she didn't do as much Purple Dawn in between um, Logan's dad dying and now. Like, maybe it's like okay. a delicacy, like an expensive one. She's like, I'm treating yeah. myself. Or maybe she doesn't go out when she, like, does happen to have this one. Because I know a lot of people who are like, I'm going home to smoke. <laughs> and then we don't see yeah. them for three days. And maybe that's her <laughs> right and her luxury. <laughs> I don't know her life. Right. Um, but this was definitely Logan's first time, like, catching some of it. Or his mm -hmm. first time going out in the world after it. Because, like... Everybody else at the party wasn't in the cyborg, so maybe it's also just like they're ramping it back up for whatever reason this night. Yeah. Yeah, true. Well, I would love to have some of that Purple Dawn just so I can point out some of these motherfuckers out in the world that's trying to take over things, and I can get rid of them in my own way, and I have a reason. I would love that. Purple Dawn for everybody. <laughs> purple yes. Dawn for everybody. Um, 
The first dispensary that named something Purple Dawn has won. Just so we're all clear, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one it'll be. I don't know where it'll be. But like, yeah. <laughs> but how would you rate this? Out of um, let's say five stars, one to five. Five stars. Hmm. I would give this a four and a half. I really enjoyed this. I really did enjoy this short. And again, I keep saying this, but it did so much in eight minutes. And I appreciate that. It was fun. I'm not going to say it was scary, but it was very interesting. And it just, again, it reminded me of a little bit of my childhood, like, um, and they live and um, those like 90 romantic comedies and things like that, because it had that feel. And then also the music that kept playing in the background gave me like Snoop Dogg, like... It was like a Snoop Dogg by um, the West Coast type thing with like Dr. Dre and all of them. It just had that type of feel to that mu- like that music. And it just paired perfectly with this uh, short. I loved it. So yeah, I give it a four and a half out of five. I was torn between four and four and a half. So I'm going to give it a four and a half too. Because like, okay. first off, I don't like a lot of horror comedies as we know. But, but this was just fun. It was such a fun time. Yeah. I, Yeah. I had fun the first time I saw it, and I had fun the five times I've watched it since the first time I saw it. <laughs> yeah. It's always just, it's kind of like, it's kind of like serotonin, you know? You're like, today's yes. awful. Let's put this on. <laughs> Logan <Yes>. Lee. <laughs> and you're good. Uh, yeah. Yes. I literally, like, before pre- preparing, I can't talk. Before preparing for this, <laughs> I watched this maybe like three times. Um, right? Not just so I could prepare for this, but I watched it because I really enjoyed it. And like you said, like it did give me a little bit of serotonin because it made me felt it made me feel good, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably gonna watch it again when I get off of this. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely gonna um, put it on loop. Uh, but yes, I really enjoyed this short, and I would love to see more of it. Um, if they happen to do another part or a longer version or something, I'm all here for it. I would love to see more. I would love it. Like, I, I don't know if Raymond plans to make this a feature or a series or if he's like one and done, but yeah. I want more of this. And if it can't be this specific world, I'm, I'm definitely going to be like, well, what you doing anyways? Is it like that? pull up on his email immediately (laughs) but tell people where they can find you bobby Uh, everybody can find me on twitter and instagram bobby torres uh with a z not an s also bobby likes to spook you on my youtube page also on the people under the scares on you know any podcast platform you listen to your podcast and yeah you can find me all there and also here the author tapes right thank you right no, this like, rotation of all of us just having a good time is just amazing, right? Like it should have been called the Ultra Kikis, like because yes. <laughs> it's definitely been like, ooh, I'm talking about how I got caught cheating in high school real quick, and it's like, what, girl? Uh uh-uh. oh, <laughs> I I've been living for these episodes. <laughs> I am Sheree. You can find me at Miss Sheree on Twitter. Um, I have. Two other podcasts aside from the Alder Tapes. You can find a Nightmare on Fierce Street at Nightmare Fierce on Twitter. And you can find Blurdy Massacre at Blurdy Massacre also on Twitter. And you can like listen to us everywhere. But that's all we have time for for this one. And I can't wait to see who we have next week. Um, 
because I guess at this point we don't know. But <laughs> it's even more of a fun surprise because you're like, I don't right. know the short, I don't know the people. Right. <laughs> Is it me? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> so until next time <laughs> when I'm going to say that and it will be me next time they're going to be like I hate right. her <laughs> <laughs> bye y'all bye everybody How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.